Destination Medicine is a collaborative initiative of regional training hubs. With first-hand lessons learned from those who have gone before, this podcast is designed to assist and inspire anyone interested in pursuing a medical career in rural and regional Australia. Welcome to Destination Medicine. I'm Nicole Goodman. When Dr Matthew Thompson left his geriatrics position in England for a life in Wagga Wagga, it was only supposed to be a year-long adventure. But he soon became enamoured with the regional Australian lifestyle and the variety of workplaces and locations he gets to practice in. He says he'd strongly recommend geriatrics to anyone starting out in medicine due to the growing demand for services, as well as the wide, generalised nature of the specialty. Matt talks to Jeff Waters about his career path, starting with the time he first decided to become a doctor. It was probably in my beginning bit of my secondary school when I was playing football uh, or soccer and injured my knee pretty badly and dislocated my patella. And um, I ended up in the ED under the care of the doctors there and was just really impressed by it all. And it was kind of that was the first thing that sort of made me think, oh, this is really cool. Maybe I could sort of look to do that as a career myself. That was sort of starting me along this sort of the process of looking into it and I was sort of lucky enough to be pretty good at science and maths, which is sort of the subject she needed. And so it all kind of fitted together. But, you know, it's one of those things, it sort of feels like it was something which popped into my head when I was sort of a teenager and luckily was able to follow it through, really. Can you remember when you first became interested in geriatric medicine in particular as a career? Yeah, to be honest, it's probably pretty late. I kind of felt like a lot of my friends at uni knew exactly what they wanted to do as soon as they were in med school whereas I kind of changed my mind quite a few times and I like I wanted to be a surgeon for a little while and then um, I kind of decided that wasn't quite right for me and tried a few different medical specialities and really liked the general nature of geriatrics and I kept getting given geriatric jobs and um, I kind of thought, oh, you know, fate's trying to tell me something. Maybe I should think about giving this geriatrics thing a go. But to be honest, even when I sort of thought then that I wanted to do geriatrics, I still wasn't sure I'd made the right decision until I was probably about two or three years into my advanced training. And then I kind of thought, oh, yeah, you know, I've definitely made the right decision there. I really, I really do like that specialty over the others. It was one of those things you kind of feel like you almost fall into something. Like it didn't really feel like it was much of a conscious decision sometimes. I I just tried lots of different things and eventually found my niche. You did mention, though, that you like the generalist nature of being a geriatrician. Can you expand on that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what I found with the other specialties is I liked certain aspects of them, but I couldn't see myself being interested in them for, like, you know, your 40-year career. I really liked respiratory medicine for a while, but kind of thought, you know, like everybody seemed to be sub-specialising within that. And I thought, oh, I just couldn't see myself doing that the whole of my life. Whereas with geriatrics, there's so many different aspects of it. The patients are so incredibly complex. They have medical problems in sort of lots of different organ groups. They're really complicated. They're really frail. They don't compensate well to medical illness. Uh, and I thought, you know, these are, this is a really interesting group of patients. I could really see that myself being interested in sort of looking after these patients and working in this field for sort of a whole 40-year career. And also I, I found that... Um, 
with the colleagues I work with in elderly care in geriatrics, they were like they were always really friendly, really helpful, really lovely people. I thought, you know, I want to work with nice, lovely people for the whole of my career. So kind of that was one of the other things which led me to geriatrics. And also the patient groups, like a really lovely group of people to work with. They're really grateful for anything you can do for them. They're incredibly friendly, tend to be really lovely people. And so kind of the patient group really appealed to me as well in geriatrics. How would you describe your current role? Well, at the moment, I work over in Wagga Base Hospital, which is kind of one of the major referral hospitals in the Murrumbidgee region. The hospital's a decent size for the region, it's kind of a couple hundred beds, and we, we accept patients from all of the surrounding towns and areas, a really vast geographical distance. I'm one of two geriatricians working in Wagga Base Hospital, and I particularly focus in orthogeriatrics and also sort of surgical liaison, which is elderly, frail, complex patients who are undergoing surgical procedures, particularly things like hip fracture surgery and also sort of major vascular surgeries. And the idea of my job is to try and optimise these patients for their operations and really try and prevent any complications and and help them recover after their operation and and hopefully um, get back home in a timely manner. What sort of settings can geriatric medicine be practised in Australia? Well, it's really varied, actually. That's one of the things which really appealed to me with Jerry's is that you can work within a hospital, you can work in the outpatient setting, you can actually go out and visit in the community and visit nursing homes and, and sort of aged care facilities. You can kind of set up your career to be able to do all of those things or to focus on one in particular if there's one which particularly appeals with you. So... Um, in my experience, I get to go and visit some of the other towns. I get to go on a little aeroplane once in a while and fly to Daniloquin and, and see some patients there. I also get to visit some of the local aged care facilities as well as doing some outpatient clinics in the hospital here. And um, probably about 70, 80% of my job is within the hospital seeing in patients here as well. So there's lots of variety. What type of personal qualities do you think are advantageous to work in geriatrics? Uh, Well, I think one of the main ones really is probably communication because there are so many aspects of geriatric medicine which rely on you having really good communication skills. For example, we work as part of a sort of multidisciplinary team with nursing staff, physiotherapists, occupational therapists, and we all kind of have to coordinate our actions to try and get a good result for that patient. And sort of being able to communicate well with with the other people within the team is really important. It's also really important to be able to communicate well with patients and their relatives Quite often our patients are really complicated, they have a lot going on and sort of being able to explain what's going on to the patient and to the relatives in kind of a a way that everyone can understand is really important. So I think one of the main things really is communication skills. I think that's probably one of the most vital skills within geriatrics. What sort of advice would you have for a JMO considering a career in this speciality? I know I'm slightly biased, but I think it's a fantastic specialty to be going into. It's one of the specialties which is expanding massively as the population's getting older. And there's so many different aspects of geriatric medicine that you can go into. The fact that it's expanding as well gives you the opportunity to work in different geographical areas as well. You can have a lot more choice as to where you work. Rather than having to go where the jobs are, you can be a bit more choosy as to where you choose to work uh, as there's such a demand for our services at the moment. I think as well, the fact that there's lots of different subspecialties within geriatrics and it's expanding all the time, whatever kind of subspecialty you go into within juries, you'll find something you like. You'll find your niche within geriatric medicine. And, and, and like I said before, you have the opportunity to work in so many different settings that you'll find something that you enjoy within that career as well. Now, you studied in the UK. Can you tell me a little bit about your pathway that brought you to your fellowship? 
I actually went straight into medical school, straight from secondary school, so at age 18. And in the UK, the medical degree is six years. And one part of that is that you get to do a degree within one year, which was quite good. And then after that, I worked mainly in hospitals on the South Coast. I did two years of rotating around different aspects of medicine, and that included GP, surgery, orthopedics, geriatrics, respiratory medicine, and doing some other sort of areas. And then I did two years, which was just focusing on medicine, but trying out the different medical specialties. And then after that, it was five years of geriatrics training. So from start to becoming a consultant geriatrician was nine years, which is a couple more than with the Australian training. And then why did you come to Australia? It was one of those things we kind of, myself and my wife had been thinking about working overseas for a couple of years, generally fueled by the dreadful weather in the UK, if I'm honest. We kind of sort of sit there in winter and kind of go, oh, there's got to be more to life than this. <laughs> uh, and we, we looked at working in a few different places, including Singapore and, and Australia. And it was actually my wife who found the job that I'm currently in. And she said, oh, there's this great place called Wagga Wagga. And it's right next to Canberra and in between Sydney and Melbourne. And it'd be a great place to sort of have a base. And then we can explore all of Australia there. So it's kind of that was the, the first thing that made us kind of look at the job. And there was one of the geriatricians working here at the time is this really charismatic Irish gent who's now retired called Paul Finucane, who was, um, he's just a force of nature. And he, he was sort of sending me, oh, Wagga's a fantastic place to work. You've got to come out here and see what it's like. And yeah, we flew out to visit and really loved the place. And sort of that was three years ago now. So we sort of came out on a bit of an adventure thinking, well, you know, we'll give it a year and see if we like it. And um, three years later, we're still here and still absolutely loving it. Well, of course, most people move to the city. And uh, you've moved to the Riverina. Yeah. How have you found that, considering you came from such a crowded country? Well, yeah. It's, I mean, we came from a crowded country, but we're living in quite a small city. We're in, living in this Roman city called Chichester, which has got a, a population similar to the size of Wagga. The transition to moving to Wagga has been a lot easier than we thought. This, And there's actually more going on in Wagga than we expected. When we first came out here, we thought it'd be this little country town with a, you know, a pub and a post office and probably not an awful lot else. But um, it's actually a really quite a bustling city and there's a lot going on. But it's kind of that Goldilocks size whereby you don't have the problems with the larger cities in terms of sort of traffic and overpopulation. And being in a smaller hospital within sort of Wagga as well was really nice. It was kind of a similar sized, it was a slightly smaller hospital actually compared to what we were, myself and my wife were working in in the UK. And just the fact it's kind of that small size where you know all of your colleagues and it's very easy to get things done because you can speak directly to the person who can help you with a particular problem. And, you know, everyone's incredibly friendly and is willing to help and try and do the best they can to get things done quickly for the patients. Do you find that you can still give your patients the same level of care in geriatrics? Oh, absolutely. I think so. We provide at least as good a service as, as the major city hospitals, if not better in some respects. And there has been some growth there, hasn't there? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The services in Wagga has actually only been around for a few years now. I think we're up to about five or six years. There was initially just one geriatrician, a nurse practitioner and a couple of CNCs. Now we've got two geriatricians and we're making a lot more use of virtual services as well to be able to provide a service to the greater region. And that's partly fueled by COVID actually, but it's um, it's really taken off and we're making use of virtual services a lot more and to reach a lot more of our clients. So do you think that there might be more and more positions becoming available for geriatricians in regional parts of Australia? 
Absolutely. I mean, within Wagga at the moment, we have an advert out for a community geriatrician providing services, mainly outpatient services within the region. And in the very near future, we've been approved to appoint two more geriatricians to hopefully expand the geries department within the hospital as well. So, you know, exciting things are happening and the service is going to expand over time. So, as we've said, you moved from the United Kingdom to country New South Wales and took up this post as a geriatrician. What's the most memorable moment that you've had in your career in Wagga Wagga so far? Uh, one of the like the patients that sticks in my mind is a, a guy who I, I was looking after very soon after arriving in Australia. And he was visiting from the UK as well, so fellow POM. And he and his wife were visiting some friends of theirs who live up in the Snowy Mountains. And unfortunately, within about 48 hours of getting off the plane, he suffered quite a major stroke and ended up being admitted to Wagga. And um, I was sort of involved in his care for several weeks while he was recovering from that stroke. And I just really remember he and his wife being like really grateful and also really surprised at how good the service was, considering the region they were in. They thoroughly expected to be airlifted to Sydney and receive all of their care there, but they were actually able to be brought to Wagga. He underwent thrombolysis for his stroke. Over the course of several weeks, he recovered incredibly well, was able to go back to the UK and actually wrote to me a couple of weeks later after getting back to the UK saying that, you know, he'd improved even more and he'd managed to get a feeding tube that we'd had to put in because his swallowing was unsafe. He managed to have that tube removed and was eating and drinking normally again and was, was actually doing really, really well back in the UK. And he and his wife were just amazed at the service they received, considering where they were in sort of the, you know, the middle of nowhere is where they thought they were. And they were kind of brought to this really new looking state of the art hospital and received, like, you know, the, the best treatment for a stroke. Dr. Matthew Thompson, specialist geriatrician, now working at Wagga Wagga Base Hospital. Regional training hubs are supported by funding from the Australian Government under the Rural Health Multidisciplinary Training Programme.